See yourself and awaken. Master your emotions. Ask, believe, and receive. Relax, relate, and release, and talk wisely. Everybody dies, but not everybody lives. Consciousness is always evolving, and our present perception becomes our conscious reality. Is life happening for you, or is it happening to you? A life of authenticity is a life of skillfully practicing your values. You are perfectly human, and even when we stumble, we still stumble forward. If you seek truth and move in love, then your family. I invite you to have a seat at our table. You are listening to an authentic outlier, the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner. We have a very, very special show today. All these shows are special. Every moment that I wake up and I have another opportunity to breathe, it's a special moment. No two moments are alike. And the one constant in this world is change. Anything not growing is dead. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. Change is inevitable, but growth is optional. So choose wisely. So anyway, without further ado, let me invite my guest onto the stage, Miss Felicia Miller Johnson. Come on, welcome to the stage. Hello, hey. Look, you know, I was back here taking my notes because you was dropping some, some some knowledge in the beginning. I was like, yes, brother, go. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> You're taking some notes. <laughs> You're always constantly learning. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate it, sister. I appreciate it. I said something that resonated. But tell us, you know, first off, welcome to the stage. You know, welcome to the stage. And, you know, I like to get I like to get the introduction out of the way. So if you don't mind, I'm going to give you the stage and let you introduce, give you a minute or so just to introduce yourself to the people and let them know what you're doing. Yeah. Aloha, okay. everyone. I'm Felicia Miller Johnson. So a good way to describe I'm a Proverbs 31 woman who's also into Southern hoodoo. So I'm a conjure Proverbs 31 woman. So I grew up thinking I had to be twice as good. For those of you that may be listening to the audio, I'm an African-American female. So it was like, you got to be always on your A game. You got to do everything well. So with that came imposter syndrome. So I was managing. I had success. But then, you know, you grow up and you become an adult. So you add to that a job, add to that a husband, add to that a kid, another kid. And you're like, how do I handle all of that? Right. And growing up with the Christian background, the expectations of being a Proverbs 31 woman. But then how do you deal with this growing change in your spirituality as well? And so many people have heard the phrase work smarter, not harder. I heard the phrase live smart. So once I came to my breaking points, I decided, OK, Felicia, you worked smart. Now it's time for you to live smart. And so that is what I love to share more with you during this episode today. I'm back here stirring up my tea. When I heard you say live smart and not work smart, I spilled my tea. I was like, ooh, ooh I got to get on in this one. I got to get on it. Look, I done spilled it on my computer and everything. I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried ooh, about no. it. This, this knowledge is more important. This is prices. So what you mean? Tell me the difference between live smart versus working smart. Yeah, because I was busy working smart, but that meant I was a human doing versus a human being. Hmm. Hmm. And so that was tiring. That was stressful. And so I got the phrase of live smart. And as you had the acronym about, you know, living lit or getting, what's it, getting lit. 
Stay lit. Stay lit. Living truth. <laughs> Stay lit. Mine is live smart. And so what that means is S is see yourself and awaken. Who are you? Okay. So like, for example, my name means happy. Felicia means happy. But there was a time that I was not happy at all. I was stressed out. Like, I, I'm not living out my namesake. You know, many of y'all familiar with <laughs> Ice Cube in the movie Friday. That was such a trigger for me because in that movie, Felicia was a crackhead. Mm. Felicia was being dismissed. That's what by Felicia came from. And so when I would hear that, I was like, people are like, oh, bye, Felicia. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be dismissed. I don't. <laughs> so I had to take back the power in my name. No, Come your on. name means happy. So all they are saying is buy happy or they are saying bye to their happiness, whichever one that is for them. But take back your name. Who are you? So that meant going on to a journey, discovering like numerology, doing assessments, like learning more about what all that is and who I am. I had to awaken to myself, see yourself and awaken. Then I had to master my emotions. Now, because I am an African-American woman, the common emotion that you may have thought or seen expressed was anger. But you have to avoid the whole, oh, she's an angry black, black woman, mad black woman, right? So I would squash all that. I also had a military background. It was about just focusing on the goal. We got time for all these emotions. Stay focused. And so something that may be frustrating me I had to be present in that moment. I had to learn how to master Felicia. What are you feeling in this moment right now? Mm? Are you jealous? Are you bored? Are you happy? What is it? I wouldn't ask myself that. Then I had to discover how do I master all that? How do I deal with the flow and all of what that comes into alignment with when I'm interacting with other people? So I had to learn how to master the upward scale and the downward scale. Mm -hmm. And that led me to the A, which is the ask, believe, and receive. Felicia, what is it that you want? You ask somebody what they want right now. Most of them will tell you what they don't want, mm. but not, not able to express what it is that they do want. Come on. Okay, we're going to have some fun. <laughs> I say this all the time. Affirmations. I try to teach my people affirmations. And so when I'm teaching them affirmations, they always go with the don't want. But again, understand that you are a mini creator. And so as a creator, you create things. You do not not create a thing. There's no way to not not create a thing. And so it's not about what you don't want. It's about what you do want. And everything that you stare at is reality. And so whatever you stare at, you put attention to. Att wherever attention goes, energy flows. And so whatever you stare at eventually becomes your reality because of that. And so now when you say what you don't want, you're connecting to your don't want don't instead want. of what it is, what you truly desire, ergo, the principle, whatever you fear, you attract. Please continue, yeah. sisters. There you go. So then there, once you even get to the point where you decide, okay, this is what I'm going to ask for, do you really believe that you can receive it? Mm. Come on, talk about belief now. No. I don't no. really, yeah, I, I, I want this, but they add that but to that. I don't really believe, you know, and especially coming from the whole, you know, spiritual background, it's like, you know, do, do you not believe in that whole scripture about, you know, <laughs> have faith, have a faith of a mustard seed of what you want? <laughs> Like, did you not get that scripture in your Bible? But you know, <laughs> I got it in mine. I tell people all the time, I said, it says, faith the size of a must see can move a mountain. I said, I have faith the size 
of a watermelon. How bad you think I am? Okay. Right. <laughs> so then therefore, you receive the things that you want. But the other way around, you receive the stuff, but you're receiving what you don't want. So I had to learn how to figure out what it was that I want and the techniques in order to get those things. Mm-hmm. But then I had to go to the shout out to the different world, the relax, the relate, and the release. Mm-hmm. That message came to me because Whitley went to a counselor. Hey, can we talk about that? How many mm. people think black people don't go to counseling? Mm. They're ashamed to ask for help because mm. you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to have it all together. Everybody's mm. leaning on you. So, hey, that stood out to that. But I had to learn, like I said, I was busy doing. I had to learn how to relax. I had to learn how to release some stuff, some people, some situations, all of that in my life. So I had to figure all that out, what that meant for me. Mm-hmm. And then finally, it was like, okay, Felicia, you got to talk wisely. School of Yoda. What are the words that you are saying in your head that are coming out your mouth that no longer serve you? Mm-hmm. For example, when's the last time you said the word trying? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to lose weight. I am trying to get this podcast off the ground. I am trying to go back to school. I am trying all of this. You look up the word trying and it literally means difficult, annoying, hard to endure. So now put that before anything that you're wanting to bring about. Oh, I'm trying to lose weight. Struggle. That's what I said. Trying is a struggle word. Just say what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. But that lines with the other words like should. I should do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. You're disempowering yourself. How how are the words should and 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 whatever? How how does that disempower a person? The energy with it. Say it. Okay. You go to the gym. I should go to the gym. Just the vibration of that right there. I should. There is some, I really don't want to, but there is some expectation somewhere that somebody has established upon me. Maybe, you know, my doctor told me I need to lose weight or my spouse or whatever the case. I should go to the gym. It's it's not clean. It's not a high energy vibe word versus as I'm going to the gym. I want to go to the gym. And I would suggest that those words also represent things that we've inherited instead of what is inherent to us. Because who is the part? What part of us is saying the should? What part of us is holding exactly. these shoulds? And, and most we don't even know. Exactly. And expectation, expectation, when you do that should, these expectations be attached to an outcome. And now you become outcome driven and you you agree to hold your emotions in purgatory until that outcome is produced. And in the meantime, you're anxious until it's manifested into this physical reality. Expectations is the greatest source of frustration. Oh, very much so. Yeah. So that was all an acronym for me of how do I think about all of that stuff efficiently and quickly. And it's Felicia, are you living smart? Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to live smart again? See yourself and awaken. Master your emotions. Ask, believe, and receive. Relax, relate, and release, and talk wisely. Ooh, so let's go into that, that a little bit. The first step was what? See yourself and awaken. So tell me, tell me, what does that, yes. what does that mean? What does that so, entail? Yes. So the see yourself is discovering more about who you are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do not know who they are. Mm-hmm. Right now, 
I have talked to many people who may talk about their name where I was saying, like, my name means happy. And you say, do you know what the meaning of your name is? And they be like, no. I'm talking about people that are like 50 years old. No. Never bothered to look it up. Never bothered to Google it. And it's like, that's what people, the vibration are speaking over you. When they say, hi, so-and-so, hi, Felicia, the vibration is, hi, happy. Yes. I am happy. Thank you. Yes, I am living out that. Yes. Mm. So that's the exploration to find out more about who you are. And that's what I'm saying. Assessments. What are your what are your character values? What are your strengths? What do you do really well? Excel at. Learn more about who you are. Take the time to study you. How many yeah. times do we take the time to study somebody we want to date or engage with or something like that? But you don't know nothing about yourself. Hmm. Mm. So, so tell us more. So step one was the word. Step two. Yeah. Well, the see yourself and awaken. Mm-hmm. The step M two was to see yourself and awaken. No, the step one was to see yourself and awaken. The S. See yourself and awaken. Okay. See yourself and awaken. What's step two? Master. The M is master your emotions. Mm-hmm. So tell us, how do you master your emotions? Please. Pray tell. Pray tell. Yeah. You have to tap into what you're feeling. So there is a look up, go Google it. There's an emotional scale. Know the various types of feelings that you can have. Most people might just be familiar with happy, sad, mad, but there are others, bored, you know, <laughs> jealous, envious, fearful, doubtful. All of those different things are feelings. A lot of times people don't even know what a feeling is. You ask somebody how they feel, they won't give you a feeling word. They'll give you a description of a situation. Or a physical state of beingness. Like, I feel tired. Mm-hmm. When there are so many other actual emotions, and emotion is no more than energy and motion. There are so many other emotions. Like, one of the things I hand to my clients is a, you know, emotional chart so that they know that. And when, they, when I ask them how they feel, yeah. I don't really know how I feel. Well, you don't know because you don't have the words. You know how you feel. You're inside your body. You know exactly how you feel. So let's go to that chart and figure out how you feel. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Mastering that chart. Mastering the words, the vocabularies of the feeling. And being honest with yourself. Asking yourself throughout the day, what do you feel right now? Okay, then you can kind of move on. But we don't even take the time because we're so busy doing. But what is the being? Where am I at right now? What do I feel? Word. Right. I, shadow work is what I, you know, I mean, we could call it Ooh, different things, but right now see? shadow work is sort of kind of the, the buzzword. And so, you know, I, I just finished my series doing shadow work. We're not turning. I'm about to turn that into a mini, mini course to help people understand. But it's just a shadow work is no more than, than introspective work. But doing the shadow work to understand, because once you understand who you are, your being is your permanent state and understand that who you are is not anything stagnant because you are life itself. You are life, you are, you are unfolding consciousness. And so just like the one constant in this world has changed, you're also evolving and changing. So who you are and what's true for you is what's true for you and who you are in this moment. The next moment you need to reassess. All you're doing is building and collecting more truths about who you are, you know, but doing the shadow work is extremely necessary because then it takes your focus off of the outside world. And then you move into your inner world where it's actually real that, Again, if you defeat the enemy within, the enemy without can do you no harm. It's the inner world that's real. 
wherever you go there you are it's the inner world the, the physical world is constantly shifting and changing but your inner world that's the real world that's what remains constant and it's from this inner inner, inner world that we project outward into the outer world and then we we we, we begin to create i'm sorry you want to say something oh no i'm i'm, I'm aligned i'm like right yes <laughs> shadow work see that's the next thing that's how they build upon each other because as you master your emotions that is giving you more of what see yourself and awaken to who you are it starts mm -hmm. with you mm -hmm. and so many of us because we've been through you know so many challenges you know historical challenges institution challenges so many so many of us it's easy for us to focus on the outside you know and try to solve things from the outside but if you think that your answer is on the outside, then that leaves you dependent on outside situations and circumstances to change for you to enjoy happiness and some of these other higher emotions that you're looking for. And I'll say happiness for me, it's it's a fleeting thing. You know, it comes and it goes. But what the, the emotion, the higher emotion I love the most is peace, because peace, mm. you can always have peace with you. You can have a peace that surpasses all understanding. And the reason why they say you can have a peace that surpasses all understanding, because you can still be at peace, even though your logical mind sees all of these threats and all of these fire alarms. And I, how? Are wrong in your life. how? I don't understand. How are Come you on. having peace? How Come can on. you how can you be on this boat when this storm is all around us? Easy. Mm. Mm. Come on, talk, talk to him. Tell, tell him you know, what he did. You know, that's like, you know, again, the whole scripture about the Jesus. That's what they were saying. Like, don't, aren't you concerned? Aren't you afraid? Aren't you worried? No, because I got inner peace. I am sitting here sleeping on this boat. Now I got to show you how to do this. Okay. Calm the waters, calm the storm. You know, be still. Now I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> but see, then when we say we have the spirit that's within us, we have that same power. You can have that same ability to command all these situations. Mm, no, no. And even if it's around you, you can still be peace, mm. peaceful. Mm. It's like the, the eye of the storm, a tornado. <sighs> Everything's all around it. But they say in the center of a tornado, it's calm. Hurricane. Mm -hmm. Like, mm. which one you decide? Which one, which, where do you rather be? I'd rather mm -hmm. be having peace. But a lot of people won't understand that. A lot of people will pull you into their their frustration and you should be more excited. You act like you don't care. And mm, I master my emotions. You act. So let's take a statement like that. And this is where the shadow work is done. You act like you don't care. Again, the other is no more than a reflection of oneself. And so the other is there to help us learn and, and dive into a deeper truth to discover deeper truth about ourselves. So you act like you don't care. When you do the introspective work and you take that around and you make it about yourself, which is truly about, because that's why we're here to have this human experience so that we can understand ourselves deeper. When you make it about yourself, what I hear is I feel uncared for. Now, you can begin with that simple statement and then understand why I feel uncared for. Why am I even seeking care? Because oftentimes what you'll find is that we are seeking validation from the other because we refuse to validate ourselves. You see, I'm not going to look for something that I already have. If I have a cup of sugar, I'm not going to call my neighbor up and say, can I borrow a cup of sugar? But if I don't have sugar, then I might need to borrow from somebody else. So because we refuse to validate ourselves, we need everybody else to validate ourselves mm -hmm. for us. Speak cosign yes <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's us but see that's what people they will they will give and do so much and all these different things and then what's the other trigger that they people will say 
You're selfish. Don't you don't you go there. <laughs> go You're selfish. What? What? But when the irony of it is, is that you are upset because really what it is is that you're mad, angry, frustrated that I'm not then taking all my attention and focus and then putting it on you, which is really, is that not the definition of selfish? Hmm. You want everything on you? Again, the other is a reflection of, the, of, of oneself. And so if you're seeing and perceiving selfishness, then the shadow work leads you to ask yourself, how can I even identify with it? Because if I don't know it, there's no way for me to recognize it. So if I'm recognizing it in the other, that must mean that I have some type of relationship with that. And for me, selfishness, it, it, it takes on a different meaning. I see selfishness the way that I see, like if we say the color blue, something is blue-ish. We're saying that it's blue, but it's some sort of kind of off blue. It's the same thing for selfishness. It's like we are ourselves, but not really quite ourselves. And the only person that can know if we're not quite ourselves are ourselves. And when you project and you say the other is selfish, I would definitely ask you and implore you to pick up a mirror because the selfishness that you're truly experiencing and seeing is the, it's selfishness, the selfishness that you have within yourself that you are now projecting onto the other because you need to project it onto the other because you're not doing the introspective work to see it within yourself. So you need somebody else to be selfish first and, and pick that apart before you realize that, oh, it wasn't about them. It was about me the entire time. So can I go back to what was point number one? See yourself Please. and awaken. <laughs> see yourself and awaken. Mm -hmm. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of sleep folk out here, sister, and and, and, the, and the sleep folk are the ones out here talking about getting woke, but they most sleep in the people that sleep. And I don't, you know, I just it it I have a passion for helping people to see beyond themselves because I see I, I I desire and I feel and I sense a world a society in which we all have or sense this connection between all of us and we we care about each other to the extent that we feel vested in each other's future. Mm. And, and then we all oscillate on the same frequency. And see, when you have evenly yoked people oscillating to the same frequency, there is no taking. There's no chance to be selfish because when you give to a person that's on the same frequency as you, they give right back. And the sharing between two people on the same level only amplifies the energy. There's never a loss in that space. It's only when we attach or pair ourselves with people who we are not on the same frequency with that the disharmony happens don't see energy as bad or good but seeking harmony so if you are or if you are cold and you attach yourself to someone lukewarm guess what your temperature gonna go down a bit so look, <laughs> we should have these whole videos so there's this video that i share with the clients that is about tuning forks and y'all know those little metal forks back in music class back in the day. I'm old school generation. But what they what it shows is that you could take a tuning fork. They are not touching each other at all. You can hit a mallet on this tuning fork mm -hmm. and it will vibrate. Well, guess what? Just being in the vicinity, the other tuning fork will begin to vibrate at that same level of energy vibration. But this one didn't get hit. Hmm simply started vibrating based off of the vibration that you can't see here. And the other thing, that's how when you can go into a room and you'd be like, mm, something is just not right. Like there's a vibe to this place because there was something that was so strong. It is now resonating within the room. And most people are like, they're familiar with the bad mojo, the vibes and all that. And it's like, 
you also see the people that have walked into the room and you like, it has completely changed. Mm. Mm. You know? But then you take those same tuning forks and now all of a sudden you put a weight on the tuning fork, the one that's not being hit, which is like life, circumstances, all these different things. And then you hit this one, guess this one. This one doesn't vibrate at that same sound now because it has all these weights on it. It's not free. It is way down. It has all these different experiences. And then you no longer have harmony. You know, it's dis-ease. Mm. There's misalignment. Like, wait a minute. You know, take it to the relationship. We started out. We were so good. We was vibing. And what happened? Situations, life. That's how y'all got out of tune. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get a little excited. You might hear some weird sounds doing this. It's me huffing and puffing in the background just getting excited. What you just said again? You're out of you're out of tune. What do you say again? Say say it again. Say that part again. Who is beautiful? Say it again. <laughs> it just was flowing. Me. Just the vibration when when you're with someone like in a relationship and you're like we were so in tune in the beginning, but then as you're going along with the relationships and you have situations and hurts and feelings, and then you something hits it, they no longer in tune. They're no longer vibrating, but they're the same tuning forks. But you have to release those weights. You have to release those burdens. You have to both discover like, oh, okay, like we're still together. We're still aligned, but you got to be able to process that. You got to see yourself. Mm. But that's just it, is that we're not vibing. I don't feel the vibe. It's like you got to work in order to, to vibe together. But it's just like how you said, someone is, was cold. You go somewhere that's lukewarm, you go, the body temperature is going to change. But you get somebody that's on fire, that's lit up for life, that's staying there for life, like my sister over here. You put him on stage with a nocturnal therapist who's also lit up for life, and this is what you get. And we have never met before, y'all. Never. 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 Just two tuning forks just wandering the planet. (laughs) In the vibration, we're on the same platform. And like, oh, like, okay. And like I said, there was an understanding. There was a knowing because, you know, I don't know if it's cool with me sharing, but it's like, okay, I didn't have to use use the uh, the usual flow of what is this and what is that? What is that? It's like, I felt a confident knowing just from a picture. Like, okay, yeah, we cool. I can go to the website. Like, okay, we cool. And like in the beginning, he's like, you don't have no questions? You know, I'm good. Yo, that's what's up. Now I gotta ask. Now, what did you see when you look at the picture? I'm putting you on the spot now. What did you saw, saw when you look at the picture? The first picture that I saw of you was was confident in your chair leaning back, which means that you were confident in yourself. Mm. Yet at the same time, you weren't all stressed out and worried or having to prove yourself. It's just like I'm here. My presence <laughs> is already known. And so I'm going to say, I'm going to end that. I'm going to add to that. Thank you, sister. I'm going to add to that and say my presence is already known by me because there's a whole lot of people that don't know me and I'm trying to get out there. I'm not trying. I am intentionally being deliberate about getting out there because I don't try either. I'm intentional. Intentionality reflects relationship. That's what I say. That's my saying because whatever is real for you, you're going to be intentional about responding to that. And so you got to be careful about what you respond to. When your friend or whoever comes to you say, oh, you selfish? 
if I'm intentional about re even responding to that, knowing that that's not my truth, I've now formed a relationship with their delusion because intentionality reflects relationship. And so the more intentional you are about responding to the thing, the deeper and stronger the relationship becomes. That's why you don't say what you don't want because you're intentionally staring at those don't wants and it strengthens the relationship with your don't wants and whatever you fear you attract. So that's why you need to move towards faith understanding that whatever you that you are many created and that life conspires in your favor and that you don't know what it looks like you think that whatever happened to you was a bad thing to break up whatever whatever mm -hmm. but maybe life is making room for the stuff that you actually need you can't grab something you can't you can't receive something if your hands is closed lao Tzu said it's only when i let go of who i am that i become who i might be and you don't know who the might be is and you won't know until you let go of the who i am yes so the thing that connects with that is what you resist persists Come so on, going back to the whole argument, like you're saying, if you're talking to somebody, they're going like for it, and you resist and you arguing with them. What usually happens? That argument continues because mm -hmm. you are feeding it. It continues to go. What you resist? Take somebody that says something that's crazy to you, like you said, the selfish. Oh, you're so selfish, and say, "Oh, thank you for sharing your perspective with me." Hey, I put Guess out a what? video. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead. Guess what? No, I'm guess what? They're, they're like, wait, what? Then the argument all of a sudden stops, right? Thank you for sharing your perspective with me. I didn't agree with it. I didn't affirm it. I just said, thank you for sharing your perspective. Because as you said, what you were saying is reflecting something back to me. That's mm -hmm. very much connected to the whole Ho'oponopono experience. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. It's all about somehow learning about this situation i'm somehow connected to that to somehow there is some vibrational change or tweak that i need to make and so basically i'm saying thank you for bringing that awareness to me because i needed to see myself and awaken to something to something that you just shared with me if you look yes. at it from that perspective versus you just fighting with me you just arguing with me and da -da -da, learn the lesson and move on we don't take losses we take lessons and the past is not for residents but for reference and so you know what i do yeah, say that again what's up say that again oh let me let me try to get it back now i know i said i said so you you the same way you'll drop it the lessons are not oh oh yeah we don't take losses we take lessons the past is not for for residents it's for reference the past is for reference not residents you know and so mm -hmm. understand that we are we're getting these lessons but even in a, let's use continue this example of someone calling you selfish all right mm -hmm. so if i if i me, nocturnal therapist Harry Turner. If I call somebody selfish because I do the shadow work, because I've developed the skill of doing the introspective work, knowing that it's the inner world that's real and not the outer world, that the physical is no more than a manifestation of spiritual truths, because I know these things to be true, it doesn't matter about how I feel because my mind can be easily confused. All you got to do is go to a magic show and you'll see that. Oh. My mind don't know. <laughs> and so, what I do is I rely on these 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 spiritual truths to, to lead the way. And so if I call somebody selfish, the next thing I'm going to do when I get out of that fight or flight state, because it's only in a fight or flight state that I will go against my values and label somebody something else, especially if it's not positive. Uh, so once I get out of that fight or flight state and I get back within my window of tolerance where I feel more harmonious, I'm going to do the introspective work and I'm going to ask myself, what selfishness inside of me do I need to deal with? Because that's the only reason I saw it in the other. Uh, brother yeah come on. come on come on sister come on talk to I me mean, I, mean, I mean yes i yes <laughs> <laughs> look what, what it, look, I'm gonna say, 
so? Is that so? Come on. Is that so? Is that so? Is that so? Is that so? Oh. You see, it's harder. It's harder when you do it like that, you know, but the work is hard. It, it, it not, no, let me take it back. It's not hard. It's a challenge. You know, when you do it in the beginning, that challenge will be hard. As you continue to develop that skill, because again, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. As you continue to develop the skill of introspection and doing the shadow work, it becomes less challenging for you. Yes. Still always going to be a challenge because it's scary because we've, we've made thoughts in that trance of unworthiness within our story, painful things happen, trauma happened. And based off of that trauma, we've made certain specific conclusions about ourselves. And all of those conclusions are in the space of unworthiness, proven, proven, serving as evidence that we're unworthy. But that's where fear comes in because fear is F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. We take that false evidence and we use that as as the gospel truth for our unworthiness. And then we never take the risk that we know we really want to take that's in our heart. Mm-hmm. This is why I believe they say a coward dies a thousand deaths. Now I would never label anybody coward, but we can all choose cowardice because in any moment we're choosing either love or fear and understand that danger is a reality, but fear a choice. You don't have to choose fear, even though you're afraid. Courage is the deliberate choice, the intentional choice to do it anyway, to move forward, to progress forward in spite of being afraid. You hold on to your fears, but you understand that freedom exists on the side of the fears. I said it before and I say it again. Sailboats are safest at the harbor, but they were never built to remain docked. See, going back to the songs, really when you said it, it's like, <laughs> was it Drake, as he said, you know, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. Come on. <laughs> I got to throw my, I threw the papers. I threw the papers. I got 14 papers I just threw all over the room. I wish people that's listening to this, you know, could sub- see me do that. I'm done. I I'm mean, done. yeah. Yeah. People, they die at 40 and get buried at 80, like one of my p- past podcasts say the bucket man list. He came on my show and said that the bucket man list, I'm the bucket list man. He came on and he said, people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80. Mm-hmm. Sister, I know you heard it. You've been asked a million and one times. But of course, it's about to be a million and one, a million and two. So please let the people enlighten us on on what is imposter syndrome and how that gets in the way of us being lit for life. Yes. Imposter syndrome are those feelings of self-doubt that you do not embrace your successes. You disregard them. So when you do a great job, this podcast was jumping and you're like, oh, but there was this error. We had this microphone thing and this, this, and this. You got to degrade yourself to be like, there was something wrong with it. Right. Or it was nothing because it flowed easily from you and your abilities because you was operating in your strength. So you think, oh, it must really not be no big deal because it was easy for me. Mm. You're like, that's imposter syndrome. Mm. Imposter syndrome is talking about, you know, our our former first lady, Michelle Obama, how she talked about, oh, my gosh, here I'm the first lady. And I sit at these tables and these people have all this and all that. And you realize, like, you know what? No, I belong at this table. Mm-hmm. Like the people they what they have is this confidence, this knowing that I'm supposed to be here. But then when you start checking down the credentials and all these different things and you're like, mm, if you're basing it off of that, no. But what they have is that confidence and what that knowing is. And that's what we don't have for ourselves. If you don't validate yourself, mm-hmm. but you're expecting validations for everyone else. And then when you get it, 
guess what? You'd be like, oh, it was nothing. You push it away. And then guess what? You're going to get more of that. And you're like, why didn't I get this raise? Or why did I get this? Because you disregarded all your successes. Mm-hmm. And so, and by doing so, you have told life that your successes mean nothing. 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 Celebrate yourself. Appreciate yourself. Know that you have just as much value as anybody else on this planet. And no one is higher or lower than anybody else. And so your 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 goal, you, you were born on purpose for a purpose with a purpose. And so discover that purpose because you have a gift that only you can introduce into this world. And so we need you to become your authentic self. We need you to choose to be courageous instead of acquiescing to your fears like your mind wants you to do. The mind is hedonistic, and so it runs away from anything that does not please it. But understand that most of your growth will be growing pains, not pleasure. So if you run away from everything that's uncomfortable for you, you will miss out on much of your life and mainly miss out on yourself. And then you will be just another added number to those five regrets. Please, please. (laughs) Live smart. (laughs) Live smart, folks. Hey, hey, sister. Oh, my goodness. I had it. Look, I've had a good time. I've had a good time. I do too. Flow with you and interacting with your people. Yes, I love this. Yes, yes. And so, what what do we have to look forward to? What what do you bring in? You know, what the people can look for forward to to for, that you're bringing to the people? Encouragement, mm-hmm. helping people to be able to see themselves. So here's the thing: go to my website, Sevenfold Coaching. We talked about the fact of you know, do you know your character strengths? What do you value? Do you know yourself? Go to my website. And you can click on the free stuff and you can take an assessment that will tell you, give you insight into what your character values are. Start mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And, and look, there's no cost. It's free. Now what? Look, no excuses. <laughs> no excuses. You can't beat free 99 now. Free. Okay. Okay, Kanye, free 99. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye say that? It's in his song. It was in his first the college dropout album. Yeah. And they were talking about the oh, was it the gold digger song, something like that. And they was like, girl, what is it got? It was free 99. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was in conversation with me. He stole that. You know, he steals everything and remakes it. You know? but... I don't know. That's what that's what it stood out for me. Like I said, because of the song. And I was like, free 99. Yeah, yeah. Free 99, y'all. Well, I didn't get that knowledge, really. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing new under the sun. And really, there's these truths. The reason why you have these aha moments and you light up when you hear certain things is because you recognize it. If you didn't recognize it, you would not be lit up by it, which means that the information was already there. It's just that you didn't realize that you were the question and the answer, that you were the lock and the key. You know? And so when you go deeper within your beingness, because like my sister said, it's not. It's not about the doing as much as it's about the being. And and I, I say that often, too, because you have to know who you are as far as in your state of beingness before you decide. It's, on that, it's in that place of beingness that you didn't decide how to move forward in this physical plane of doing this. But if you don't operate from if you don't check in with your team player, your team captain and determine what is the right course or the right course of action, all you're going to be doing is doing, doing, doing. And essentially your halves on a wheel and, and wondering why you're suffering, suffering, suffering. You know, it's that place of beingness. Find the peace within you and find that 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 thing that is holding you back. All of these inherited beliefs, these situations, you are not your story. Your identity is not your story. Your identity is not what you can or can't do. It is not your title. You know, the, you can't take your title to your grave with you. You got anything else you want to say to the people? I can get out of here and let you say something. <laughs> yes. Like I said, guys, live smart. 
I appreciate y'all. If you want to have a conversation about this, just like Harry and I kind of had a conversation, you can also go to my website, Sevenfold Coaching, and schedule a free smart call where we can talk about this in your situation and how I may be able to align with you and help you to live smart and ascend to new levels of success. So, Harry, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much, sister. You mind sitting backstage for a moment? Yes, I got a client call. It's in seven minutes. So no, yeah. don't sit backstage and you go to the client. I'm just going to talk real, real highly of you. Just know that. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to talk mad stuff when you leave. I'm going to okay, talk very well, highly just, of you. Yeah, I'm just going to sit back here and then just get ready for my client. And then I'll you do that. Me. You do that. You okay. do that. So y'all, y'all have it. Miss Felicia Miller Johnson, intuitive life coach. Brilliant, brilliant sister. Y'all saw how you y'all saw the flow of the style again. When you when you connect with it with people energetically, we're on the same frequency. There's no need for an alignment. There's just an acknowledgement and a sharing of what is, and that's exactly what you experienced here. Imposter syndrome. There's you are not an imposter. I can assure you, you are you. That's truer than true. No one in the world could be you than you. That's Doctor Zeus, right? So I really hope that y'all gained a lot from this uh, really passionate and and authentic, unapologetically authentic conversation that the sister and I had. And again, y'all know what the motto is. Y'all know what the code is. Live in your truth. Live in your truth. That is the path to to these higher emotions, to freedom, to happiness, and, and above all, the sweet thing, this with the sweet, sweet emotion of peace. And you can have a peace that surpasses all understanding. You got to understand that. Is that so? Equanimity is about that. That in being, in d- despite being bombarded with so many of life's common stressors, you still are able to maintain your level of harmony from within. It's the inner world that's real, not the outer world. Yes, the outer world, we operate in that space, but it's in the inner world that we make our plans. This is the Nocturnal Therapist. This has been another amazing episode of Is That So? We brought in some great Is That So-ness from the guest right there. And I'm so happy to have known her and I'm definitely going to stay connected to her. So we'll put her links on the uh, on the bio. We'll put her links on the uh, at the bottom of the podcast. Please reach out to her. Please check out her stuff. You know, I'm always going to promote someone. When I see people who are passionate and and believe in what they not only believe, but have experience and walk what they talk I want to put those out there because there's a sea, there's a sea of, of, of what I call charlatans. There's a sea of false, false people out there, false teachers out there who knows that, who know how to talk, know how to put on a good suit, have the money to put out the advertisements and to have the fancy stuff that pull people in and everything else like that. But they ain't got no, no, authority. they don't have any real authentic, authenticity with them. Thank y'all. This is Nocturnal Therapist, Agape, and stay lit. Do you tell your time what to do, or does your time tell you what to do? Are you living, or are you merely existing? Are you constantly reacting, or are you responding to life? Mixed beliefs create confusion, and confusion creates a life of stagnation. Desire change? Visit www.becomeanoutlier.com slash about. That is www.becomeano. U-T-L-I-E-R, becomingoutlier.com slash about, A-B-O-U-T, to start your journey. Stay tuned for more episodes and keep listening to the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner.